Project U, the podcast. Nathan Jake. Wait, I need to know the context of this. Grace Garvin. Why don't you get the computer voice to do it? Nick Kelly. This was my plan all along. Hello, Project U podcasters. Uh, this is the... Hey, Jake Paulers. Hey, Jake Paulers. <laughs> hey, poppies. <laughs> poppies, my new obsession. Um, this is the first of our series of Hangs with Good Artists, where we just talk to good artists about their songs and shit. Um, Isn't it the second? No, the first one didn't go up because it corrupted, remember? Yeah, I know. Andy Grammer was lost. Point that out. Um, Alex Leahy has a new album out. It's called I Love You Like a Brother. It comes out on Friday, the, the, the 6th of October which might be today if you're listening to it. It might be tomorrow. It might be yesterday. Um, the album's very good. It's very good pop writing, but with, like, guitars and shit on it, and she's got such a wonderful writing style. Um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the chat we had. Hello. Hello, it's Nick Kelly here. Nick Kelly, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's this... lovely to hear from you. Oh, it's so nice to hear from you as well. It's just good to hear your voice, mate. It's just yeah. wonderful. As I said to you in a in a gloating Facebook message, I think this album is so amazing. It's just uh, I'm so glad, I'm so glad you got it in oh. advance. I was actually thinking of you a few weeks ago, being like, "Oh, I really hope that he gets a copy oh, of it." Thank you. Sooner than everyone, because yeah, I'm really glad you like it. Um, ah. It was really convenient because Heidi sent it through like just before I went on the freeway and did like an hour long drive. So I was like, oh my God, this is perfect timing. I can listen to this on the freeway. And I just friggin' broke down when I heard I haven't been taking care of myself. It's like, I don't know. It just, it just really hit me all at once. And I was like, okay, like I'm trying to be really good for my boyfriend and trying to be a better boyfriend all the time. But in the, in that case, I'm not looking after myself first. And then how can I be a good boyfriend if I'm not looking after myself? And I was like, ah, this is all so bloody yeah, emotional. It. You figured it out. Yay. Okay. I'm glad. Yeah. I always, I always like when I can like tap into how you felt, you know, making yeah. the record. Um, I mean, this is like the most like honest and straight up I think I've ever heard you. Um, how hard was it sort of like getting all those emotions out onto a page and then putting it out? I don't think it was necessarily hard um, because it is just me being honest and being yeah really upfront and not pretending to be anyone else or feel anything differently to what I genuinely do feel. There were definitely like a couple of moments on the record where I was like, didn't know if I wanted to like say certain things or like maybe was like a bit worried about like hurting someone's feelings or whatever. But like at the end of the day, like I think it's all just about being honest and I don't think I have hurt anyone. I don't think I would say anyone to hurt any- say anything to hurt anyone. But um, you know, there are like a couple of lines on the songs where I think were very like um yeah, like kind of made me take a good look at myself, like, you know, singing about like, you know, like, there's, you know, walking past reflective surfaces and being like, oh, I did not look good. Like, you know, like, sort of stuff <laughs> like that is, like, pretty, like, confronting to sort of, like, like, when it happens, you just feel awful. And so to, like, actually acknowledge it, like, it's, yeah, like, I guess that's pretty difficult. And then also other things about, like, I guess, like, in There's No Money, like, being pretty upfront about, like, um, you know, like, it's really strange when you when you have a parent who, who repartners, um and, you know, also, like, my brother, my younger brother got married at the start of the year, which is kind of odd. Um, and also, like, acknowledging that, like, you know, I guess, like, there's sort of a brief acknowledgement of this whole same-sex marriage issue that we're facing now, which I don't really fancy myself as much of a political writer, but, you know, when something 
within that the realm of politics does affect you so directly it's hard not to ignore yeah um yeah so that was like that was a that was sort of like a line that kind of took me by surprise yeah, yeah. and it kind of not it didn't take me by surprise either because i think there's no money's probably my second favorite song on the album or maybe third i don't know because every day is the weekend is up there. This is going to be a real moment of turmoil for me working out my favorite <laughs> songs. But yeah, it was just like so directly related to it. And I was like, oh, look at Alex getting all political. This is beautiful. Um, I want to talk about what the album sounds like and, and the, the, how poppy it is. Because it's a really great pop record. And there's so many amazing like melodies and, and the way you've written every line is just incredible. Did you ever sort of fancy yourself as a pop writer at all? I I've always thought that I'm a pop writer. Yeah. Like I think that um like I love pop music and I love that world. Um and I love the the world of writing in that sort of like space. Um and although I've never really engaged like directly with like, you know, writing like commercial pop music, like it's definitely something that I would love to do one day. Maybe not necessarily for myself, but like um but like I would love to explore that whole like, you know, the the top liner kind of world that'd be really cool i was gonna um, say you'd be so good at that and the the thing with that though is i find a lot of people who i reckon would make great pop writers don't think themselves they would make good pop writers because they are so honest in their own music and they only write about stuff that is about them they kind of suck at you know jumping into another world but do you reckon you'd be able to do that do you reckon you'd be able to sort of like have an out-of-body experience and write from the perspective of someone else yeah, totally. And I have done that before. And I find it really like, you know, with songs that I that I haven't released, but like, and um, and I find it almost really cathartic or really fun because um, it, it, I can just put on a persona and like put, play pretend basically, yeah. which is really, which is really, um, which is a really fun thing to do. Like sometimes in, you know, with this project when I write, it's like, it, it is a lot of unpacking and it's very like, it's almost like therapy or something, which, and you know, if you've ever been to therapy before, sometimes you come out of it feeling really exhausted. Yeah. Um, and so there is that sort of element that comes with writing for myself at times, which is really enjoyable. But um, I do find like when I write for other people, it's like, we need, you know, why don't you write a song about this? Which is something that maybe I haven't experienced. Like it's really fun to, to, to play pretend. Um, and, and to sort of like, um, you know, like, I think I think that writing... The reason why we all started writing songs in the first place is because it was fun. And so if you can... And, and so if you're finding that it's not fun, you should just remove yourself for a little bit and just do it, like, you know, and write about whatever. Um, and then you can come back to doing the whole, like, deep and meaningfuls about your awful breakup and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but, like... But sometimes it is really fun just to remove yourself and just to, like, write the song for fun um, and and find the joy in it again. And I do find that sometimes doing those sessions where you are writing for someone else does like kind of reinvigorate you to then go back and write for yourself again. Did um, you have so any? Yeah, I think it's super valuable. Did you have any moments writing this album where you had to sort of step away for a bit because it was getting a bit too heavy? Um, no, not this time. To be honest, um, I mean, I think like especially with the recording process specifically, like. It was the, like I felt like the recording process was heavily diluted by touring commitments because it was all kind of done in that time between like just before we went away to the UK to do the Tegan and Sarah tour and then we started again and then we went to South by Southwest and then we finished it. So it was all kind of very, it wasn't as much of an intensive period. It, like it wasn't intensive enough to be intense. 
So, like, it was, which was kind of good in a way. But at yep. the same time, I would love to do the whole, like, let's just, like, shack up for two months and make an album, like, start to finish. Like, that would be really fun, too. But, um, but yeah, so, it, like, there were many chances just to remove myself from the project. So, it didn't really get to, um, I guess, like, testing. Yeah, get too depressed. <laughs> it's yeah. like writing. Because um, I think, and that's really interesting because when you listen to the album, and I've, I'm only really thinking about this now, it covers some heavy shit but it all feels really sort of like fun and light at times as well and it sounds like you had a lot of fun recording it like there's little you know voice grabs and shit like at the end of I like you I love you like a brother like do you call your brother a dershan in that oh no there's a word called derison um (laughs) is that from that that um that um video of the newsreader having a stroke on yeah yeah I thought so, and I'm so yeah. happy about that. That's an Oscar Dawson. Uh, that's straight from him. He like, yeah, Derrison is like, it's, yeah, he's reappropriated the word along with Bertation, which is also in there. <laughs> <laughs> A <whirling> Dotation. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's where it's from. But we call it like, you know, if, if someone's a bit of a toss, we call we call him a Derrison, and it wasn't in reference to Will. Here's my brother. It was because we, we that that um little grab happened. I was doing clapping tracks like by myself, and we were um then we started talking about that guy on YouTube who's like the world's fastest clapper. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that one? No. Uh, anyway, and he's just like he's like this real like buff dude. And he's like the world's fastest clapper, and I was pretending to, and he has this like specific technique, and I was pretending to do it like him, and then I obviously couldn't do it, and I was just like, oh my god, he's such a person. That made it into the song. I love that. And it made it into the song, and Oscar's like, are you sure you want to keep it in there? He's like, it's a pretty hearty laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. I got a really hearty laugh out of it too. So that's yeah. It was like he's like he's like it isn't a particularly nice laugh of yours. And I was like, this is famous. Um, but I think like yeah, like to to touch on that, like um, I was actually having this conversation the other day uh, with a friend of mine about like who's a, she's a songwriter as well. And she's just released her record. And we were talking about songwriting and how she was like, if something happens to me, I have to write about it in order to process it at the time. And I was saying that I actually need distance. Like if someone, like if I go through an awful experience or something, or a really good experience and I want to write about it, like I need a bit of time before I go straight in there. Um, Otherwise, well, otherwise I can't kind of laugh about it. Yeah. Or like I can't see that I can't see you know the silver lining or I can't see you know otherwise it's just depressing and nothing else and um and I think that like maybe that's why the album sounds the way that it does because like when I have written the songs there is a little bit of like you know hindsight involved in um you know telling the story and because of that it's a little bit more um you know I guess like not as sort of black and white um. But yeah, like I think that that uh, like it was just this really funny conversation that I had, and then this, this like uh, this question kind of does come up as a bit about the sort of like happy sad nature of of the music, um, and and that's the kind of only explanation that I feel um, maybe explains it. Well, that makes complete sense, and I think also it makes a lot of these stories more approachable as well. And it you know because listening to I haven't been taking care of myself 
the first time. I like I, I got it the first time. It didn't take multiple listens to sort of yeah. understand. And that's also the nature of pop music as well. Um, and, and of pop songwriting is that you should be able to sort of listen to it and be able to start digesting it pretty much straight away as you're sort of seeing every single word. So I suppose that kind of makes sense. It's actually a really smart probably way of, of writing stuff instead of getting too, you know, intense and, and cluttered with all the thoughts currently going on in your mind. Yeah, I think like my litmus test is really like if I write a song and I listen back to it and I can't be like, like, and I'm sort of like, oh, like the message has been totally like lost or like, you know, like I need to be able to sort of explain it to a person in sort of one sentence. And if, and if I can't do that, that I sort of need to go back to the drawing board, lyrically speaking. Yeah. Um, and, and be more, I guess, like direct or, uh, concise in what I'm trying to say. Totally. It's very easy to just get lost in metaphor and imagery and and like and and just get lost within your own thoughts and that kind of thing and sort of not end up anywhere. Not that a song needs to end up anywhere, but like, you know, at least tell or describe that one thing that you really want to get across. Yeah, totally. Um, the tour is going to be amazing. I'm really excited to see you at the Oxford Art Factory. Um, yeah. You mentioned that you're going into production for it. What do we? What do we bloody expect? How big is it going to be? Have you got like fucking lights and shit, or what's going on? <laughs> We've got like it's just going to be like I guess like a more I guess like less tied down in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's going to be um, a really full sounding show, and I and I'm really. The thing that I'm looking forward to the most is that I get to play more songs. So it's going to be a longer show, which yeah. is really exciting. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like, production rehearsals are sort of more of a behind-the-scenes kind of thing, which is just, like, boring nerd gear stuff that we all have to get around. Um, that will then translate itself into, like, a much more, um, I don't know, polished show, I guess. Um, but it's just going to be really, really fun and... Um, yeah, a lot of cool, you know, guitar tones and, um, you know, a lot of, the, the, like, my band's going to be, well, they already are amazing, but they're, they're going to play really well. And um, it's just going to be, I don't know, it's just going to feel more legit. Yeah. <laughs> I think is, like, is basically the crux of it. But I'm really excited to go on tour and I'm really excited to bring, you know, for the first time ever, we'll be playing a lot of the songs from the record and, I mean, this Oxford Art Factory show in particular is on the day that the record comes out. So it's going to be a big, big night (laughs) in many ways. I am ready for this. Um, Yeah. Are you going to play Wes Anderson? Yeah, of course. Okay, I'm going to cry a lot probably. (laughs) (laughs) But I kind of am looking forward to that. (laughs) Oh, good. Are you going to bring Ed? Yeah, I'm going to bring Ed. Of course I'm going to bring Ed. He he loves you, by the way. Oh. He's, in, he's obsessed. I don't think we've really met properly. Like, we've, we've met, but we haven't really hung out. Yeah, no, I think you two need to hang out because I think you will get along very well. He's the cutest. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm so lucky. Um, I'll stop gloating. Um, thank you so much for talking to me. I really, really appreciate oh, it. And thank you. Anytime. For, thank you for making a lovely album as well. I really appreciate uh, it. Thank you for listening to it. I am. Um, That's Yeah, okay. I'm so excited for you. I, I really feel um, I've got. Yeah, amazing support from you, and I'm I'm really grateful. So it's always here. Yeah, honestly. it means a lot to me that you like that you like the record. Keep making amazing shit that like talks to me, and I'm always going to be here. You too. You too. You're the best. All right, All right. have All the right. best day, babe. See, you, Nick. See ya. Bye. Bye. Project You, the podcast.